gosh. <laughs> hey again. Hello. How's it going, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. It's called That's Too Loud Podcast. At Gmail. No. Oh, my God. Again. Why do I do that? She's driving me crazy. I'm Jordan. <laughs> I'm Jesse. Welcome. Welcome. To That's Too Loud. Welcome. To That's Too Loud Podcast. Podcast. That's Too Loud Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So on the way here, me and I was making John listen to the new Taylor Swift album. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I love most of it, okay? Uh-huh. But there's some songs on there that remind me of this movie called pop star have you ever heard of it <laughs> no <laughs> it's is it an, recent i think it, i don't know within the last five years maybe oh. um but it's andy sandberg okay and it's called pop star never stop never stopping <laughs> it's so is it a comedy yes it's oh, okay. basically mocks like a, a pop star or like a justin bieber type yeah so like the whole premise of the story is like he um like made it big with yeah. an album that he did and it was like everyone loved it and then he was like I'm gonna like switch it up and make this new album and it's gonna be like <laughs> awesome but when it comes out like there's a single that like he talks about gay people uh-huh. but the whole time he like has to make sure that everyone knows that he's not gay like he's like gay marriage should be legal but I'm not gay <laughs> guys I'm not I promise you know yeah and then he, there's another song where he's like talking about the usa like really proudly and yeah. everyone like hates the new album <laughs> and they're just like what is this crap on, on this movie on right? this movie because okay. you thought i was talking about taylor yeah. swift didn't you yeah. <laughs> okay that's my main point is that her new album reminds me of that movie like i feel bad saying it <laughs> but like like in a less dramatic type right. of way that's yeah hilarious. and like and actually i like the song about gay people on yeah. her album and i like I don't really like the song about U.S. Like, it's just a random USA line, yeah, you know? right. But That's some hilarious. of the songs when I'm listening to them, I just, like, picture Andy Samberg making fun <laughs> of pop stars, and I'm like, oh, Taylor. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, excuse me. So I was, like, showing Jonna those songs, and I was like, I love her so much, but this hurts. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I got this new deodorant. Oh, yeah. Is that why you keep smelling your armpit? Yeah. Every five seconds, you guys, your nose is yeah. in your armpit. <laughs> so, it, guess what? It's um, scented. It's like one of your favorite scents. Lavender? Clothes? Peppermint? No. What is my other favorite scent? It starts with the R, C, or is this an R? R, O. Rosemary. Just rose. Oh, rose. Don't you love Rose? I do love Rose. Oh, okay. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I was like, wait. I forgot I, it existed. Do I not I know you? No, I love it. Yeah. It's like rose water, I think is what it's called. But it's like That's an cool. aluminum-free deodorant. Wow. So like in regular deodorants, they have like, a, this is what I've learned from Google. So if I'm completely wrong, I'm sorry. But get out. No. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Again. If I'm wrong, you get out. <laughs> Jesse gets out. Dang no. it. <laughs> um, but, like, they put the aluminum in the deodorants to, like, stop perspiration, mm-hmm. which is how they fight against the bad smelling mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. But it, like, clogs up your pores pores and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the aluminum-free is supposed to not stop perspiration, but the deodorant is still supposed to block, like, body odor. Okay. So I bought this, like, in the middle of summer. 
And I was like, this is horrible. I hate it. It didn't work. So gross. Yeah. Yeah. And so my friend Sophie, we talked about her last episode, Mm -hmm. but she was saying that you can't start and change your deodorant to that in the middle of summer. She said, do it in the cooler months Mm. and then your body will adjust by the time it gets back to summer. Okay. So. Started it recently? Yes. Yeah. So I just showered and I knew I was going to be home for the rest of the night. So I, instead of putting my other deodorant on, I put this deodorant on. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, like, I don't know if I'm just self-conscious or what, but I keep thinking that I smell bad. Oh. And I, like, just showered. Yeah. So that's why I keep smelling my armpits. And every time I smell them, all I smell is the rose. Ooh. And I'm like, okay, it's not B.O. Like, it's, my mind's messing with me. Yeah, because you're just not used to having that deodorant on. Yeah, and yeah. I, last time I wore it, like, to work, and I did smell because oh. it was, like, mid-summer and I was doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, like, my brain is, like tricking me it's yeah silly <laughs> but yeah i'll i'll update you and so I'll what's it you know. called yeah um it's secret they make it oh, and okay. it just is like an aluminum free and they have like rose water and they have a few other scents too i wonder if i just need to get a different scent i don't know maybe or maybe yeah you just need to let your body adjust to adjust it. to it yeah which it's supposed to be better for you and yeah, I've heard that like even making stuff. your own deodorant because mm-hmm. you can choose what goes in it right. is better for you yeah. and all that. But chemical free and crap. Yeah, yeah. Props to you if you have time to do that. I don't have time, man. I know, which is great. Why places or companies are we'll making ones that you can use that are better yeah. for you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, awesome. Well, today I can't believe it. It's the last episode, guys. I know it's the last episode of the Enneagram of series. The, oh yeah, not our <laughs> podcast. Not in general. Of our of our Enneagram series. Yes. Today we're, we were doing our type nine. Yes, we're doing the type nine. So like we were saying kind of last episode, um, we have some fun series coming up. Like we have a fall series coming up where we're going to talk about like um, fall traditions, ghost stories, spooky stories, stuff like that. We're going to do a, a My Favorite Murder episode for mm-hmm. you uh, murderinos out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to do... Um, yeah, a Halloween one. We're going to just all kinds of fun yeah. fall ones. So like a tradition one. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So stay tuned. Just because Enneagram's over doesn't mean you have to stop listening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and like we said last episode, if you want more deep dives into the Enneagram, let yeah. us know. We can do, there's a, so much more to the Enneagram that we haven't even touched on yes. that we can go into. So. so let us know for sure. Yeah. You're open. Um. So for all you type nines that have waited nine weeks, Props to you. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. That's a long time to wait. Which, once we learn about what a nine is, it kind of makes sense that right. they would be willing to wait so long. That's Because so you funny. guys are just so sweet and non-confrontational. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's go into it. Let's do a dive into it. Yeah. So the type nine is labeled the peacemaker. 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 Nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. They're usually creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can also be too willing to go along with others to keep the peace. Mm. They want everything to go smoothly and be without conflict, (laughs) but they can also tend to be complacent, simplifying problems, and minimizing anything upsetting. They typically have problems with inertia and stubbornness. So at their best, nines are all embracing... They are able to bring people together and heal conflicts. The basic fear of a nine is of loss and separation. Their basic desire is to have inner stability or a peace of mind. Enneagram nine with an eight wing is the referee. (laughs) 
Enneagram 9 with a one wing is called the dreamer. Oh. What are some... <laughs> I love that too. We both started talking at the same time. <laughs> I do love that. That's sweet. That's um, what are some key motivations of a type nine, Jessica? Well, I'll tell you, Jor. They want to create harmony in their env- environment, to avoid conflicts and tension, to preserve things as they are, mm-hmm. and to resist whatever would it upset or disturb them. That's sweet. Yeah. When moving in their direction of disintegration, which stress. is stress, stress, when they're stressed, they suddenly become anxious and worried like an unhealthy six. However, when moving in their direction of integration, which is gross, yes, um, nines become more self-developing and energetic, like healthy threes. Wow, I love it. Yeah. So again, with this type, there's the levels of development, um, levels of development, which will tell you how healthy you are, basically. So we encourage you guys to go look at those on enneagraminstitute.com and place yourself by being honest about where you actually are, so you can have a starting point to grow as your type. Yes, I Um, agree. Yeah. So we do want to look at the level one, which is when a nine is at their best. So at their best, they become self-possessed feeling autonomous and fulfilled have great equanimity and sorry have have great equanimity and contentment because they are present to themselves paradoxically at one with self and thus able to form more profound relationships Hmm. intensely alive fully connected to themselves and others wow yeah give us an overview door okay So Enneagram has called personality type 9 the peacemaker because no type is more devoted to their quest for internal and external peace for themselves and others. They are typically spiritual seekers who have a great yearning for connection with the cosmos as well as with other people. They work to maintain their peace of mind just as they work to establish peace and harmony in their world. The issues encountered in the nine are fundamental to all psychological and spiritual work, being awake versus falling asleep to our true nature, presence versus entrancement, openness versus blockage, tension versus relaxation, peace versus pain, and union versus separation. Wow. So like the opposites of each other. Yeah. Are constantly the issues. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Ironically, for a type so oriented to the spiritual world, nine is the center of the instinctive center Mm -hmm. and is the type that is potentially most grounded in the physical world and in their own bodies. Wow. Hmm. The contradiction is resolved when we realize that nines are either in touch with their instinctive qualities and have tremendous elemental power and personal magnetism, or they're cut off from their instinctual strengths and can be disengaged in remote even lightweight wow wow they're either they're either like hot or cold right yes and you no. anyway um enneagram has sometimes called the nines the crown of the enneagram because it is at the top of the symbol and because it it seems to include the whole of it Nines can have the strength of eights, 
the sense of fun and adventure of sevens, the dutifulness of sixes, the intellectualism of fives, the creativity of fours, the attractiveness of threes, the generosity of twos, and the idealism of ones. Wow. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. However, what they generally do not have is a sense of really inhabiting themselves, a strong sense of their own identity. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. (laughs) To not have that. Right. (laughs) Wow. That's cool that they kind of embody a little bit of of every type. That's really cool. I agree. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So I know a couple nines in my life that I reached out to and I was like, hey, can you answer some questions for my podcast? For my podcast. For our (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Your mom. For your your podcast. My mom. But you always say my dad. So That's true. I do. Because he's mine. Oh. No, mine. <laughs> anyway. Mine. So we reached out to a couple of friends of mine um, from Kansas City. We asked Rebecca and we asked one of my best friends, Johanna. I'll read Johanna since I know Johanna. Okay. Um, so yeah, you want to read the question mm-hmm. first and I'll read Rebecca and then you read Johanna? Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, how often do you find yourself going with the flow even when you disagree with something in order to keep external peace? So Rebecca said, so often, I think as a nine, it's easy for me to reframe just about any situation to be positive, as long as the people I'm with are happy. If someone isn't happy, it's total drain on my energy and peace. Mm. So what did Johanna say to that? Um, How often you find yourself going with the flow? Mm -hmm. I almost always go with the flow, although I'm working more on expressing my opinions when I have them. The only time I speak out is to protect someone else. Although I find I, if I am really unhealthy, I can often only seek to protect my peace, and I will often isolate myself to do so. Mm. Wow. So the next question we asked. Um, yeah, question number two. In what ways do you find yourself creating harmony in your life? So Rebecca said, um, prayer is big because there's a lot going on in the world that deeply disturbs my peace. And prayer basically is my only way to bring peace into that chaos. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. That's great. Johanna says, I create harmony by cleaning, straightening crooked pictures, and making sure I have my favorite clothes to wear. (laughs) (laughs) On a more emotional note, I will often try to spend lots of time trying to process emotions that I've stored away in order to create true peace and more and become more self-aware yeah i know her very well and she does do that yeah a lot (laughs) she does like her clothes i know that (laughs) she does okay question number three (laughs) how often do you ignore slash deny unpleasant emotions in order to keep internal peace So Rebecca said often, but it's something I'm working on, especially in my marriage. As a nine, I find it true that they say that anger is very uncomfortable. So it is constantly stuffed and avoided to the point that a massive amount can be hiding just beneath the surface Mm. waiting to explode. Wow. (laughs) So Johanna says, I don't often ignore my emotions, but when I do, it's because I'm afraid of being rejected or disconnected from a person. Mm. Usually I will keep all negative feelings inside if voicing them or even if feeling them could risk hurting someone's feelings or hurting my friendship with them. Mm-hmm. She does that. Yeah. She really does that. It took me a long time to be like, be honest with me. Yeah. Right. What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Question number four. 
What wing do you most relate to, eight or one? So Rebecca said, I think I relate more to the eight wing. And I think it's motherhood that brought that out in me, or at least Mm -hmm. made it clear. I can bring leadership and diplomacy to a situation if needed. I can stay very calm under pressure, and I can also get pretty riled up about things I care about, (laughs) especially injustice. (laughs) I understand that one. (laughs) Johanna says, I relate to an eight wing because a lot of my motivations are to protect those I love and to challenge hurtful perspectives. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay, number five. Last question. As a nine, what can a friend do to make you feel most loved? So Rebecca said, ask questions that draw out my true and vulnerable heart. Mm. Help me come to a decision by talking through options with me. Give me space when I'm overwhelmed and have low capacity. Hang out with me on a whim. <laughs> Cute. That's sweet. Johanna says, I feel most loved when my friends understand my weaknesses and they love me despite them. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's sweet. That is sweet. So what can you or we learn from a healthy type nine? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is what it said um, about how they embody a little bit of every type. Mm-hmm. Like we've read this on before before on the podcast that Enneagram encourages you is ugh. we've read this before on the podcast that any the Enneagram encourages you to use your type as a starting point, but the main goal is to take bits of every personality type, the healthy versions, and put it onto yourself. Yeah. So the fact that nines already. Already, have yeah, a that's little like their bit instinct. Yeah. yeah they already have a little bit of everyone in them um they you know have weaknesses too obviously but i just admire that and i definitely want to grow as a person and so the main thing i think i would want um to learn and to take from a nine is um yeah that love that love of peace you know mm-hmm. and we've always heard like the difference between I mean, I've heard this in church, like the difference between a peacekeeper and a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Like a peacemaker is active about it. Mm-hmm. and um, So true. Yeah. So I, I really, I really admire that because I yeah. feel like I almost look for the, for the, what's it called? Opposite of peace. Chaos. <laughs> yeah. I almost look for something to go wrong mm-hmm. as a four. Like I'm almost like waiting for it to right. happen, you know? I guess I kind of do too so I can fix it, you know? Yeah. You're like looking for what's. The, what can I change in right. this situation? Yeah. yeah, or how can I serve this situation? Yeah, but they're like, I want to keep as much peace and contentment as long as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah, <laughs> which can also work to their disadvantage because that means they ignore when things need to be worked out. Right. But yeah. but I do admire that part when it actually is peaceful. Let it be peaceful, yeah. man. Like just embrace it. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I think I can learn. Um, at their the where it says level one at their best at the end it says they're fully connected to their self and others mm. i really really like that mm. um just to be like fully connected and you know yeah it seems sweet and i like it yeah i can learn from that yeah just stay intensely alive you know that's how you're alive when you're connected to oh, yourself right. and yeah. others i love that yeah me too that's sweet yeah. cool, cool. So, so thank you, Johanna and Rebecca, yeah, for answering. Thanks, ladies. Yeah. Tell me some famous nines, Jesse. Okay, girl. 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 
So, um, first one on the list is Miss Jennifer. Jennifer? Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. <laughs> Miss Jennifer Aniston. Mm. 90s hottie. Yep, still. Yep, she still got decade, it. She <laughs> <laughs> yep, she still got it. <laughs> so I don't really know much about her, like on a personal lo- mm-hmm. level, but yeah, that's cool. She's a nine. Will Ferrell, <laughs> I wow, that's cool. I would have pegged him honestly more as like a seven. But yeah, I don't, I don't know him very much, obviously, but right. just based on his career, yeah, how he just chosen. is spontaneous and funny and crazy. Yeah. But. Next one is Audrey Hepburn. Hmm. Okay, I don't know much about her either, but. And then the last one is Little Baby, Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> this is one for Dad and Leslie and John. Little oh, Baby, so much to say, so much. To... That's so good. He wakes up in the morning. <laughs> anyway, Dad thinks that's a horrible impression. He's like, "Who's that supposed to be?" It literally <laughs> sounds exactly like Thank him. Thank you. I'm like, it's. Freaking Dave Matthews, obviously. Come on, Dad. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Dad, you just have sun. You have rose-colored glasses. His glasses are rose-colored. <laughs> anyway, who are some Avengers that are <laughs> type eights? So we've got Sorry, one nines. Avenger. Okay. Um, can you possibly guess? Um, Hulk. Nope. Bruce Banner? Oh, no. We already did him, I think. Oh, my bad. He just seems like he likes peace. Cause he's, yeah, anyway. Bruce. Yeah, Bruce definitely does seem like that. But, yeah, keep, ready? Yeah, keep going. Vision. Oh, that makes sense. Androids, which for the purpose of this article, have an Enneagram type. <laughs> they aren't known for their helpfulness. Indeed, Ultron created Vision, and he just about plunged all of humanity into a state of extinction. But Vision is a synthesoid and desperately opposed to conflict of any kind. He readily, almost eagerly, offers to sacrifice his own life before he'll ask anyone to go through trouble the trouble of saving him. Dang. Something any nine can relate to. Dang, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. I could see that, though. Oh, Vision. How did <sighs> you die? Yeah. So, guys, that's a wrap on the Enneagram type. Yes, that's a wrap. Crazy. Thank you for all of you guys that have listened. And, and all of you that did the surveys. Yeah, we so appreciate thank you. Thank you so much for this um, series that we did. If you have another yeah. series in mind that you want us to do, mm-hmm. let us know. Bring it on. <laughs> We're going to do a series on Bring It On The Movies. Step up. Step it up to the street. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah um but since we said streets it's time for fact Fact or or fiction that's a good i Mm, like the adding that you did there (laughs) so how many do you have one yeah do you have two i've got two okay you go first okay fact actually i've just got one okay i'll do mine first okay okay so fact or fiction it is illegal in Georgia to eat fried chicken with a fork or any other utensil. <laughs> I feel like it's so ridiculous that it has to be fact. Is that your final answer? But also, that's such a ridiculous... That's like um, that Parks and Rec episode where he says, <laughs> overcooked chicken, jail. Undercooked chicken, jail. jail. Yeah. 
Straight to jail. Yep. Um, I'm that's, just... Yeah, that's like season two, isn't it? I think so, Super yeah. early. Anyway, keep going. Um, I'm going to say... I'm just going to say fiction because I feel like that's not allowed. But it has to be fact. It's fact. Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? Wait, reread it? <laughs> so true or false, um, it's illegal in Georgia to eat fried chicken with a fork or any other utensil. Oh my gosh. It's true. That's crazy. So um, I'll just read a little bit about it. Yeah. In 1961, um, Gainesville, Georgia, they were trying to um, find a way to bring more publicity to the town. So they apparently latched onto that idea is that Gainesville loves to eat fried chicken um, with their hands. And so eventually they actually did pass a real actual law about how people are supposed to eat fried chicken. Um, they actually arrested someone in 2009 when she ate her fried chicken with a fork. She was 91 years old. <laughs> But the mayor showed up to just pardon her. Oh my god. So they don't gosh. take it that seriously, but it's an actual law. Wow. It's an, and it's been fifty years, they said, since it was passed when she got oh my gosh. when she got arrested. Wow. But I can't believe it. That's crazy. Yeah, you have to eat it with your bare hands in Georgia. I mean, why would you eat it any other way? <laughs> uh, yeah, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Such a good one. Okay. Um Dubai has a man-made skyscraper that is 162 floors high. Man-made skyscraper 162 in Dubai. Fact or fiction? Fact. Fact? Yeah. Fact! Yes! The 162-floor skyscraper opened in 2010. Dang, dude. 162 floors. I can't even imagine. Crazy. The plot twist is they're all only an inch tall. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't actually go in. Cool. Wow. Well, thanks for well, tuning guys. in. If you have a creepy, fun, um, Halloween-themed hometown story that yeah. you want us to tell on our podcast or that you just want us to yeah. know, please, please, please send it to us. Yeah. I kind of want to do um, for our tradition one. Like, I kind of want to hear some of your stories about what you yes, guys did. Yes, yes. Yeah. Send us some of your traditions. We'll read them. Like, if you um, carved pumpkins or went to pumpkin patches or whatever you and your family did in the fall, like, yeah. let us know. We want to know And that, it. like, maybe you have kids now and you're continuing that you with your started, kids. Yeah. Or, or maybe you just started your new your own traditions, you yeah. know, whatever. We want to hear it all. Just yeah. just let us know. Send us a message. That's Too Loud Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's Too Loud Podcast at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Message Jesse and I on our personal Instagrams, yep. whatever. It. It's totally fine. Um, We're cool with it. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to all type nine yes. episodes. I Hope mean, you guys all learned. nine episodes yeah. of Enneagram. All type nine. We're all type nine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, because type nine has all the That's types. That's true. She just got me. <laughs> ah. But yeah, I hope you guys learned a little bit more about yourselves and about others. Um, yeah. And I just love this because now you always have a place to go back and listen if you need to learn about a type. Yes, so I agree. come back to these episodes as much as you need to. Like, let's say you meet a type nine and you become friends with them and you're like, oh, I forget what they are. Yeah. That's Chill Out Podcast, baby. Has an episode We've each got type. it. Yes. Got it for you. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, encourage your loved ones to take the Enneagram test and learn mm-hmm. more about them because honestly, that's been the best thing that I've done for myself and that we've done for Jesse and I that we've done for our relationship yeah just getting to know yourself and learning how people Mm -hmm. think and act and 
and for our marriage and for like my relationship yeah, yeah with like dad I and agree. leslie has yeah. been enriched our by family, it family yeah yeah i agree i agree i agree that girl i agree that don't girl. eat your chicken with a fork if you do want to rest you my mayor's gonna have to come out of his creek and <laughs> <new>. okay thank <laughs> you i'm not a I'm about. i love you guys bye